Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by Kevin Lovegreen. I'm a fan of Kevin's Lucky Luke book series. It highlights family adventures in the outdoors. There are tales of hunting, fishing, and camping. He slips in a lot of jokes and wholesome action. I highly recommend his books, so head on over to kevinlovegreen.com and use promo code KIDSTORIES for a great discount. Now, on to some shout-outs. My friends Liam and Owen are big fans. And recently, Owen shared a treasure trove of awesome drawings. Those are great, Owen. I think if you two were residents of the valley, you'd be creature hunters who wandered the most magical forests in search of strange and unique animals. Thanks for listening, Owen and Liam. Hannah from Ontario, Canada got a cat. And she named it Dropkick. How cool is that? You can find a picture of little Dropkick on the Kid Stories Instagram. Hannah, I think if you were a character in the valley, you and Dropkick would be the leaders of the Kitty Cat Dojo. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is titled The Island of the Seed Part 7, and I hope you like it. Richardson Jom was frozen, standing there next to the pool of lava. The head sorcerer stepped toward him slowly, holding the evil book. Smoke poured from the book and swirled at Richardson's feet and up his body. It froze him in place, and he couldn't move. I'm glad you're back, Richardson said the wizard. We have much to do. Richardson's eyes began to flicker with bright red light as the sorcerer sought to regain control of their creation. The giant minotaur shook his head and tried to resist the evil powers. All of the enemies now ran downstairs and leaped from platforms to help protect the book and their leader. Bob, Unica, and Addison flew above, blasting the enemies into rubble only to watch as the rubble moved and shifted and rebuilt itself back into robed minions. The evil power of the book was now rebuilding the bad guys. Tubes and Pilsen struggled to reach Richardson and snap him out of this spell. They knew that if Richardson turned on them, it would be nearly impossible to complete this mission. The floor was now thick with enemies, and they fought against the tide of robed sorcerers to help Richardson. Finally, Tubes got close enough. She revealed a small glass vial filled with powder. They were busy fighting off hordes of enemies, and there wasn't time to administer this potion correctly. So she squeezed the vial in her hand so hard it shattered, and at the same time she swung her hand forward. The powder swished and arced through the air to Richardson, covering his back in shiny powder. Tubes knew that her potion wouldn't last long against the power of the book, and she yelled, Richardson! The red went out of his eyes, and he shook his head briefly, snapping out of the trance. Richardson gathered his wits about him and pulled his trident up through the still-growing cloud of smoke. He felt the power of the book invading his mind, attempting to turn him back into a minion. He lifted his trident up above his head and brought it down upon the sorcerer, holding the book with such force that the thunderous boom sent people flying in all directions around him. A ball of lightning exploded where his trident hit the evil sorcerer, and the robed figure was blasted into dust instantly. The book fell to the ground with a thud. The giant minotaur leaned forward to grab the book, but one of the robed minions got to it first. 
The minion opened the book, and a thick red laser hummed from its pages and blasted Richardson, knocking him away and down onto his back. The fighting continued as the heroes and minions rushed for possession of the book. Richardson lay on his back, looking up in pain. He saw sunlight filtering in through the small hole at the top of the volcano. The light flickered as if something was moving in front of the hole, and he remembered that Eugene, the gray dragon, was still outside. Without getting up, Richardson lifted his trident and blasted a white hot bolt of electricity to the top of the volcano. The sound cracked and echoed in the chamber, and the lightning exploded the top of the volcano, creating a hole big enough for Eugene to fly in through. Eugene had been hearing the battle and seethed with frustration at not being able to protect his friends. He dove into the volcano chamber and barreled toward the bottom. He saw the robed, faceless wizards all gathering down there, scrambling to grab the book. For a moment, it looked as if the gray dragon was just going to crash right into the stone floor. But at the last second, he shifted his wings and pulled up hard. He swooped right above the floor of the cave chamber, and his wings and tail crushed through the enemies. He snapped his jaws, crushing the wizard holding the book. His claws grabbed two enemies each, and after he pulled up into the air, they squeezed and crushed the evil wizards into rocks that fell to the ground below. Again, everyone lunged for the book. Max, using his new teleporting ring, blipped right next to the book on the floor. He picked it up, and it was so hot he nearly dropped it. Minions from all sides leaped at him, and he threw the book high up into the air as far as he could. The book sailed up, and Unica swooped down and grabbed it. She held it against her chest and flew up, up into the air. Every evil wizard in the chamber now lifted their hands and sent magic blasts up at Unica. Some found their target, and she was knocked out of flight, and she dropped the book. Unica fell to the ground below landing in Richardson's arms. Addison spun in the air and caught the book before it landed. He too attempted to fly higher and avoid the blasts from the evil sorcerers, but there were too many of them. The air was filled with magic bolts. Addison tossed the book to Bob in a desperate attempt to keep it out of the hands of the enemy. Bob caught the book. In fact, it was so heavy that it nearly knocked him out of the air. He struggled to keep hold of it with his wings and chicken feet. His erratic flying spun him around in the air. Tubes yelled, Throw it in the lava! Bob gripped the book in his chicken feet and pumped his wings as hard as he could. The weight of the book dragged him down, but he was able to fly it over to the lava pool. Bob opened his feet to drop the book, but nothing happened. The magic of the book was holding him to it. It wasn't letting him drop it. He pumped his wings furiously, feeling the heat of the lava now. Further and further down, the book sank with Bob desperately trying to fly higher and let go of it. Soon he was so close to the lava that the gentle waves licked up and singed his feathers. I can't let go, cried Bob, and Richardson, sensing the desperation of it all, shot Bob with his trident. A small ball of electricity burst from the tips of his trident and hit the little chicken. The magical grip on his chicken feet was broken, and he spun out of control until he hit the cave wall and fell to the ground. The book fell into the lava. A thick splash, and it was out of sight.
beneath the searing, melting heat. The minions continued to fight, but only for a moment. Shortly after the book was sunk in the lava, the evil sorcerers all crumbled to piles of stone. Hundreds of minions suddenly fell to pieces, and this time they did not rebuild themselves. For a moment, the cave went quiet, except for the gentle flow of lava. The heroes then realized their injuries. Bob was still knocked out from Richardson's lightning blast. Unico was laying on the floor as well. Tubes's hand was seriously injured. But the heroes were prepared. Max and Pilsen addressed everyone's wounds with the magic items they brought with them. They applied healing potions and wraps to those in need, and they gathered themselves. You shot me, said Bob to Richardson once he came to. Why did you shoot me, you big bully? If I didn't shoot you, the lava would have cooked you, said Richardson. Your lightning nearly cooked me, said Bob. I'm surprised you made it this far without being cooked, said Richardson. You big oaf, I oughta, began Bob. Stop, said Pilsen. No more arguing. We need to find the seed and gather everything else here to take back to the valley. In a dark room not far from the main chamber, there were five short podiums. On each podium was a stolen magical artifact of great power. One of these was the seed. They must have been drawing power from all these artifacts, said Addison. Does this mean that, that everyone on the seed is awake now? I don't know, said Pilsen. You will return there with the seed to find out. Eugene, will you please accompany our friends here back to the island of the seed and ensure they get there safely? Eugene nodded. He... Addison, Unica, and Bob made the long journey back to Seed. They flew for days. Well, most of them flew. Bob's wings couldn't handle the wind that high up, and he mostly rode on Addison's back. As they descended to land, they could see movement all over the island. They knew the residents had been freed from the stone spell. Addison and Unica were reunited with their parents in a tearful embrace. Eugene replaced the seed atop the fountain, and the power of the seed began to repair the island and its people. The end. Thanks for listening, everyone. And thanks again to patrons Addison, Hartley, Wit, and Grace. Your ideas were essential in creating this epic tale, and I hope you keep telling stories. Adios. <laughs>